Well, December is almost upon us. Those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, the middle of summer, those of us up here on the northern half of the planet, the dark of winter begins. And a busy and significant astrological month, I believe, as well. We have a lot of things shaping up for this month upcoming. Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. November 30th, we close out the month today and closing it out without a lot of astrological fanfare. There are no other new significant aspects in the sky today that were not there yesterday that we have not talked about the last two days on the podcast. So if you missed those, that will catch you up with at least where things are today. Today's solar flare activity is going to be projected to be stronger than yesterday's. So if you are sensitive to that, you're feeling that, we got one more day and then it's supposed to taper off. If those solar flares are something that you'd like to track, there are several apps that are available in your app store that do it. I like Space Weather Live. That's also a website, spaceweatherlive.com. And then anything that tracks the KP activity, that's what affects the radio transmissions. Like today, there's a KP4 uh, predicted, and then tomorrow a KP5 is in the forecast. So they take that cumulative and then put it on a graph. But anyway, it's something that you have to dig into. Not our main purpose of being here, but if you would like to follow that, there are several websites. So you could put in space weather if you wanted to search it up. Space weather or KP forecast would be another one that would get you there. Let's talk about December. We have a very active month, I think, as far as the significance of some of the things happening this month. The full moon, as we've been mentioning, is on the 7th next week. That's what a big one on the radar. Taking a step back from that on Saturday is when Neptune stations direct from its retrograde path of forever. <laughs> Seems like we spend the whole summer with all the outers in, in outer planets in retrograde, don't we? And while we're on that, Chiron will also end its long retrograde on the 23rd. And then Mercury begins its retrograde, which overlaps across the new year. This one is interesting to me. So Mercury goes retrograde on the 29th of December. That means that 2023 begins in Mercury retrograde. When I put up a chart of January 1st, 2023 at midnight in New York City, we have Mercury part of a Capricorn stellium in the fourth house. Capricorn stellium, who all is there? Well, Pluto, Venus, Mercury, and the Sun. As we mentioned yesterday, Pluto will have just bounced off of that third exact point where it was in the United States chart in 1776. Do you remember what happened in January 20th when there was a stack of stellium planets in Capricorn? Oh, my. And interestingly, actually, as you think of this, a year ago, so the beginning January 1st of this year, same planets were in Capricorn. We'll have time to embellish that more through the month, obviously. But those are the retrograde stations for this month. Neptune ending retrograde on the 3rd, Chiron ending retrograde on the 23rd, and Mercury stationing retrograde on the 29th. Now, what about the ingresses? Because those are significant as well. Mercury on the 6th moves into Capricorn. Venus on the 9th. The big one, Jupiter moves into Aries permanently on the 20th. 
It has about a five-month run through Aries because in May is when it will move into Taurus. I like Jupiter in Taurus. <laughs> That's all about money. So seriously, queue up because beginning in May until it turns retrograde, Jupiter sticks its toe in the money sign. And then December 21st, the sun moves into Capricorn. So that's the look at December. Right now, the feature in the chart primarily that we would have our eye on, Mars in Gemini and its opposition to Venus and Mercury. And then the other big feature that just jumps off the page to me is that opposition is sextile to Saturn and the Moon today, which are sitting side by side. And that puts them at a trine back to Mars as well. So Saturn and the moon together having a pretty significant pull or influence. And just like we talked about on Monday, a great day here in the middle of the week to just sit down and ask the universe, are there any course corrections that I should make? Look deep into your soul because see today, interestingly, you have that moon in a really good position so there's your heart, and then Mercury is involved in this. There's your head. So you can put heart and head together to ask the universe in just a very gentle, benefic way, anything that my eyes should be open to that I might change in my life right now. How could I up my game? That's why we call it level up on Sunday nights now. It's up. What if up? Think up and shed anything that's in your way.